Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by BlackRifleCoffee.com. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. drink, 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 drink. Welcome to Drinking Bros. We have a monster of a show tonight. This is one you guys have been requesting for, out of shit, three years at this point. As you know, Drinking Bros is a private group on Facebook. Anyone can join. It's it's a way to say, hey, you never have to drink alone no matter where you're at in the world. With that, it has grown to 100,000 plus members and over 850 subgroups. Anybody's free to join any one of the subgroups. Sometimes there's like a, a little three questionnaire, three uh, question questionnaire that you have to uh, fill out. Drinking Bro Sports has one. That that group is blowing up, obviously. Tonight, though, we're going into Drinking Bro's singles. Yeah, this is where shit gets real wild. This is where Drinking Bros unites men, women, men, and men, and uh, dates, bang, and everything in between. I've heard this is the craziest group on the planet. There's even like a Drinking Bros TNA, which is. I guess just like nude pictures, which I didn't know you were allowed to do on Facebook, but maybe since it's private, you can. Fuck it. I'm not going to judge you. Obviously, if you heard episode 100, uh, I'm the last person that's going to be judging anybody in this fucking group. But with that being said, we wanted to hear the craziest stories that that you guys have. So uh, tonight was one of those nights where, look, I'm a half bottle of wine deep. Let's go for it. (laughs) Let's have a fucking Colin show. And just hear the craziest stories we can from Drinking Bros singles. So, after the sponsors, we're going to start chatting with people. <laughs> and we'll see where this goes. I have no no time uh, limit on this show. I've got nowhere to go. So, we'll just figure it the fuck out and call some people. But first, we have some sponsors who pay for this whole shit to be on the air up top, we got this company, ExpressVPN. Everybody's using these guys now, um, but they're only coming on like once or twice a month because this deal is so good that they just don't want to fucking give it away to be realsies with you. Uh, look, with all the recent news about online security breaches, it's hard not to worry about where your fucking data is going. If you're making an online purchase or just simply accessing your email, All of your private shit, your information, your passwords, all that stuff is at risk. You're being tracked online. We've talked about this a million times on the show. Uh, This company, ExpressVPN, is here to fucking help you nuke all of that problem. It's, It's like a security company for all your computers, phones, tablets, you name it. All you have to do is turn on ExpressVPN in the background. One easy click. Boom. It anonymizes your whole internet browsing history. Uh, by encrypting your data and hiding your public IP address. This shit, dude, I, look, they're doing it for $7 a month. If you're a drinking bro, you get the first three months free, and there's a 30-day back guarantee, money guarantee, if you're not fucking happy with it. So if you ever use you know, public Wi-Fi and want to keep the hackers and all the other shit away from, from your data, go to expressvpn.com slash drinking bros. That's expressvpn.com slash drinking bros. Again, four, three months for free. You get three fucking months for free with a one-year package. Visit it now at $7 a month. You get three of them for free. It's almost like fucking stealing from them, for Christ's sakes. Go to expressvpn.com slash drinking bros now. Next up, we got blackriflecoffee.com. Whew. 
My voice is crisp tonight. Black Rifle Coffee is crisp. Uh, there's a rumor, a dirty, nasty little rumor that they are coming out with a whoopee hoodie. That's right. A hoodie made out of whoopee material. Holy shit. When this thing drops, it'll sell out in two seconds. There's a promo code of Drinking Bros. that's a one-time use of 20% off. I'm not saying use it for them, but eh, maybe use it for them. I don't, I don't give a shit. Um, they've also got the best coffee on the planet. It's a premium roast to order coffee. They make it fresh in the warehouse, bag it up and ship it out right to you. They got bags, they got K cups, and they got some of the finest apparel in the land. Go to blackriflecoffee.com, type in the promo code drinking bros for 20% off. I drink it every day. I love the fucking ship. Next up, we got strikeforceenergy.com. Strikeforce Energy is the premier energy drink on the planet. They also have a subscription of the month. Thank Christ. Every time this fucking shows up, it's it's like waiting for your crack dealer to show up in a dark alley. Strikeforce comes in uh, four amazing flavors. Talking about lemon, original, orange, and make America grape again. They get a 10-pack, a 40-pack, and a 750-milliliter bottle that rests on your bar top or countertop. And you can just boom, boom. I'll pop a couple squirts in and go. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. That promo code of Drinking Bros for twenty percent off is good every time. Um, but try, sign up for their subscription of the month. That's the easiest one, and that's that's the that's the best one. The shit's cheap too. It's like ninety nine cents a pack. Uh, kick the can. You don't need that bullshit anymore. Next up, we got GhostBed.com forward slash Drinking Bros. That's right. It's no longer GhostBed.com. It's GhostBed.com forward slash Drinking Bros. They're giving deals. That are exclusive to you and the listeners. And hypothetical, if they're giving deals away to everybody else, boom. Congratulations. You've already had them for fucking three months at that point. At ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros, you'll sleep so good it's scary. Halloween is right around the corner, kids. There's nothing like putting on a a, a ghost bed sheet and and making love to another fucking ghost. Eh, Why not? Are we going to hear a story like that tonight? I hope. If somebody's fucked a ghost in this group, I'm going to be amped about it. Uh, but ghostbed.com, look, anything ghosts. You can fit about nine people on a California King, orgy style, uh, if they weigh under like 210. Under 210, you can get about nine people in there safely. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody's going to fall off on the floor when you're, doing, when you're 69 in each other. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros for all their deals, 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 deals. And they have a fucking pay-as-you-go plan, which is nice. You don't have to buy that shit up front because it gets costly, son. Next up, we've got your fan fave. Talking about combatflipflops.com. When I announced that they were going to be on the show on the last episode, you guys went bug fuck. Not going to lie, so did, so did we. Uh, we love combatflipflops.com. Look, you saw them on Shark Tank. These guys are fucking everywhere. Not only that, but they make some of the most quality flip-flops and sandals on the fucking planet, and we are amped to have them on this show. Again, you guys have requested them for two years. We finally made this deal happen. Now we've got a promo code for you for these amazing fucking sandals and flip-flops. Go to combatflipflops.com. Type in the promo code DRINKINGBROS for 20% off. Finally, finally, we got a sweet promo code for combat flip-flops. Oof, I'm, I'm amped. They're veteran-owned and operated, made in war zones and post-conflict areas. Some of the funds go to education for Afghan women. And why is this important? Because it really pisses off the radicals. Fuck them. Uh, some of the money goes to, to funding landmine clearance. 
They're bad for running and they're even worse for fighting, but you look sexy as hell in them. Go to combatflipflops.com and peruse their entire catalog full of their many choices and get them on your feet. Use the promo code DRINKINGBROS for 20% off. Next up, we've got grillyourassoff.com. Grill your ass off. Well, uh, look, uh, I hate to say it. I hate to say it. Ass-eating season's almost upon us. It's, it's upon us. Grilling season's almost over. You're going to have to snack on an ass. But until then, get your seasonings from grillyourassoff.com. Look, they've got, they've got seasonings for everything. Chicken, steak, pork. Uh, Crispy's got a spicy habanero. Uh, that's, that's delightful. And uh, they got beef jerky which is fucking top-notch, man. Some of the finest beef jerky on the planet. 100% American beef. Uh, the four-pack, look, they get a four-pack for, for 25 bucks. That saves you about five bucks. They have also got a subscription, that beef jerky. I love that shit. I eat it all the goddamn time. That's sweet and spicy, though. That is my end-all, be-all. I cannot live without that in my life. Go to grillyourassoff.com. Type in the promo code DRINKINGBROS for 15% off. Uh, next up, we got battlebox.com. That's B-A-T-T-L-B-O-X.com. Christmas for dudes is what we should just start calling this product because that's, that's all it is. I, there, you know how there's those YouTube videos of little kids opening up fucking toys and they have like millions of views? There should literally be a YouTube video of just excited dudes in their 30s just opening up a box. It's, it's that one time in your life where you open up just a bunch of cool shit that's only for you once a month, and you're like, ah, oh, fuck you, kids. Fuck you, wife. This one's for the big guy. Uh, it's some of the finest survival and tactical gear on the planet, and it, there's a million variations of it. So, I mean, look, there's, there's shit for the apocalypse, fishing, hunting, uh, killing. Uh, the, the boxes range from $24.99 a month all the way up to $124.99 a month. Highly recommend the $124.99 one. Why? You get a free knife. Every single month, different free knife. If you try to buy all this shit on your own, it'd be like two grand. I, I, I don't know how they're doing it or what kind of, I think they have deals worked out with other companies or something. Uh, love their fucking boxes, man. They're dope as fuck. They've got a one-time promo code of uh, drinking bros for 20% off. Use it on that big boy box, that 124.99er. That's the big savings. Last but not least, I'm talking about my book. When darkness falls, he doesn't catch it by St. James Street, James. Pick up that, pick up the prequel. At night she cries while he rides his steed. I want to say this. When Darkness Falls, He Doesn't Catch It is available on Audible. And it is currently the highest ranked book on Audible that is no lie, by the way. Hired a team of actors. Got an Oscar winner to play Harriet Tubman. And a couple of Emmy winners along the way. I think I can safely say that I've got one of my buddies from The Office, isn't it? Um, I hope that's cool. He signed an NDA, but I think, I think I saw him promoting it somewhere else. If not, well, fuck me. I just lost a friend. Uh, <laughs> you can pick that up anywhere. It's on Amazon and uh, Barnes & Noble and all that shit. Now, let's get into Drinking Bros Singles Craziest Stories, shall we? Life. Now somebody tell them hoes I'm single for the night. Yeah, I'm single. Coming back. Fire away, Michael. Fire away. I want to hear this story. Now I'm intrigued. Now, now I've got to know what this crazy sexual story is. All right. So, a few months post breaking up with my high school sweetheart, 
Okay. And um, my best friend and his now wife, at, uh, uh, now wife, um, they were newly swingers. Oh, shit. Okay. So, um, how old are they? I had, uh, we're 28 now. Uh, back then, we were probably 22. Uh, that's the best age to swing, a lot of people would argue. Yeah. Well, uh, we had had a couple of tryouts and I held my own. So we're coming back from a. Hang on, hang on. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and uh, ask the Uber to back up one more house on this one. Um, <laughs> you'd had a couple of tryouts, so he let you. F- he let you fuck his wife a couple times already at this point? Yeah. Oh, that's great. How did that go? Did he watch? Uh, yeah, he's a watcher. Oh, he's a watcher. So, okay, let me, let me ask you this. Since he's your, he's your buddy, does he jack off in front of you, and are you cool with that? Yep, I sure was. Any eye contact? Um, there was a couple of, you know, attaboy head nods. <laughs> That's the way you do it, buddy. <laughs> oh, that just that, this look. You're, this is the first call. This makes my night. This absolutely makes my night. So, what? Wh- where does this go from here? Because usually in these swingers, these swingers relationships, especially with it, with it's a friend, jealousy gets involved, and then shit gets fucked up. No, 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 no. It, it gets better. Wait, um, how does it get better than that? So we're coming back from something and we're driving along this pretty little redhead and uh, we come to a stoplight and, you know, I give her a couple of looks. She rolls down the window and she's like, hey, you're down to smoke. And uh, I look at my buddy and he's like, sure. I look back and say, yeah, let's do it. Just follow us. We're headed back to their place. Um, not to mention that we had his kid in the seat next to me at the time what yep so we're gonna go back to his house put the kid down and you know have us a few drinks a little bit of smoke it's gonna be a good night well you know that that's going down and who is the best wingman but another fucking girl so we start playing the game cat and dickhead and we both give his wife you know the the go-ahead look yeah and I pull the next Captain Dickhead card and tell him to start stripping or making out and some shit. And then that just leads, you know, on to some good old four-way sex. Well, my bro hits it first. Sure, sure. Uh, vaginally? Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, sure. Uh, where does he, he come then? On, on, on her or where's his oh, finish no. at? No, you don't finish until the night's over. Whoa, I was not aware of that. I'm going mm-hmm. to stop you right there. So you, you don't finish, so you've got to just take turns. When you're about to fucking come, you, you stop and then let your buddy go. And Yeah, and, and just rotate and rotate and rotate. Wow, that's a long, crazy night. It was. Well, the best part was when I finally got to the redhead is I'm, you know, doing my thing, going real nice and hard, and she bucks me the fuck off. And starts yelling, I'm a virgin, I'm a virgin, I'm a virgin. All three of us look at each other dead stunned. And then she whimpers, this is my first foursome. (laughs) So when she's talking about I'm a virgin, she's a virgin to foursomes is what she's saying. I gotcha, I gotcha. 
Yeah, look, the, the first foursome is always the toughest. That's what my grandfather always said to me. Well, he was a wise man. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's dead. But uh, when he did say that, he was, he was, really, <laughs> he was really wise. Um, that's amazing. So all in all, how long are you guys fucking for and when do you finally come? Um, we fucked for probably about, uh, let's say two to three hours. Two to three hours. And so you don't, you don't yeah. come for two to three hours at this point. Um, you know, I think I did come twice. We, we did take a smoke break. Gotcha. And, and, and again, where are you coming then when you come uh, on them or old, in them on them? Gotcha. Gotcha. And then when you guys take, wait, you, you guys take a break to wipe, wipe off and all that shit. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, you have to at that point. I think I think that's only right. Nobody wants to, you know, roll around in someone else's cum all night. That kind of ruins no. the sitch. And, and we weren't lucky enough to have any swallowers. No, well, you never are. Are you married right now? No, I'm not. <laughs> Michael, I I want to say that I'm surprised, but I'm definitely not. Um, but I'm also proud of you. This is this is <laughs> this is one of the greatest stories of all time. Well, you know, down here in the dirty, dirty South, we know how to get dirty. Yeah, where are you at? What state? New Orleans, Louisiana. Oh, shit. We're going to be there in November. I know. I'm pumped. Oh, I, can't, I, I actually can't wait to meet you in person now. I want to meet the man who's, who's holding out for two hours waiting to come during a foursome. Well, hey, when you got to deliver a good product, you know, you, you build it up. <laughs> Uh, any Rhino 69, any Ropex, like, what do you do going into these sitches or, or is it just spontaneous? Um, actually it, a lot of masturbation helps. Yeah, no, it always does. It always does. Um, well, thanks for being on the show. I will see you in new Orleans. Uh, we'll be doing a live show there the first weekend of November. Awesome. Yeah. I'm pumped. Uh, Clayne Crawford will actually be our, our special guest that weekend too. Hells yeah. Hells yeah, dude. Um, dude, we'll see you then. Thanks for being on the show. I appreciate it. All right. And hey, uh, thanks for the good game this weekend, buddy. Ah, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> you All son right. of a bitch. Later. <laughs> He's talking about Drew Brees taking down my Falcons. I uh, was not stoked about that, but uh, I, I appreciate the Falcons-Saints rivalry. It's always fun, and it's always really fucking close. Great fucking story, by the way. These girls fall like These girls fall like Hello. Oh, uh, you know who this is. What up, Ross? <laughs> What's up, man? How are you? I'm good, man. What you doing? Shit, we're doing a, a live podcast here. We Goddamn hear, right you we are. We want to hear your yeah. craziest story, Jordy. You got to pick one. I'm going to go with this. All right, man. We t- we're talking like uh, relationship-wise? Yeah. Like, I, like, I, I want to uh, hear. You said you've got a crazy horror story. All right, man. This one, uh, this is back when I was a boot, right in the core. Um, probably been in a year. Met this chick. This was right after you know Facebook, the explosion of Facebook. Met this chick on Facebook uh, from back home. You know, start the usual messaging back and forth. Quickly, that ended up into tit pics, vagina pics. Uh, you know, standard. Skype sex, blah, blah, blah. End up, you know, essentially dating, whatever you would call it. But she's essentially fucking everything else back home. Ah, of course she is. (laughs) While you're uh, away. So, 
you know, a couple months go by. It's all it's all good. I come home. Um, let's see, one, one. I came home on leave one time. Um, you know, meet up with her, go out with her, bang, a couple times, like, and over the couple of days of leave, I was uh. We, this like we were we were just you know meeting up banging um well one day she like um didn't she didn't answer like my calls and told me she was like hanging around with the mother or something and um like i had picked up some hints along along the course of days that um she had been messing around um you know i was a fucking 19 years old i'm I'm a moron when it comes to women at this point. I don't, I don't know shit about relationships, much less cheating ass whores. Um, so I picked up some of these clues. I ended up having a couple of drinks, no more than a couple. Um, <laughs> and I drive over to her house, um, and she's sitting in the living room with the dude that she'd been fucking with her parents. <laughs> Whoa, so, <laughs> whoa, 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 the, the, the mom and yeah. dad are, are there just chilling out watching yeah. Andy Griffith? Yeah, yeah, they were like watching the fucking football game on a Saturday with, I guess, she had been dating this dude and just telling me, you know, oh yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm just yours while you're, you know, way the fuck away in California and I'm fucking sitting here in Louisiana. Oh, so yeah, no. she had apparently been dating, so... I end up, you know, I've been drinking. I'm, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna, I'm gonna handle this. <laughs> so I sat on my hood. She walks outside. You know, twenty minutes goes by. She walks outside, and I had like a pile of like her clothes and shit <laughs> uh, in my truck. I walk, I walk up to her, and I guess for some reason, the old boy was like leaving or something, and uh. I walk up to her and I threw the shit in her face and I said to the dude, I said, how's my, how's my dick taste? Cause she was sucking it like less than 12 hours ago, man. Uh. See y'all later. So, <laughs> well, her dad comes running out and this, this was like trash ass family. Their dad's about a hundred pounds soaking wet crackhead comes chasing me to my truck. Uh, trying to basically trying to swing at me as I'm as I'm getting in, I spit in his face as I'm trying to slam the door, and uh, I roll out and oh man, it was I basically had to beg her to she like calls me as I'm I'm trying to get the fuck out of there. She's like, my my parents are trying to call the cops. I was like, just I'm leaving you the fuck alone. Blah blah blah. Just fucking forget this shit. So, yeah, <laughs> this this is a story. This is a chick that she's she's a psychopath. Sure, but years, she must have been hot because you're putting up with this oh, for yeah. a long oh, time. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, I want to say like two years go by goes by, and she would randomly try to message me. Um, and I had I had fuck I had blocked her and done everything to get this bitch away from me at this point she fucking joins the marine corps and fucking ends up see i was stationed in 29 palms she ends up going to 
um, radio operator school, which is in fucking 29 Palms. Oh, shit. And ends up trying to fucking hit me up. Wow. Fucking Beca- because into- of you or just randomly? <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't fucking know. I, I don't know. But randomly end up, she ends up over there. And she, you know, she knows I'm there. And I randomly run into her at the fucking chow hall one day. And I was like, oh man, she's she's still pretty hot. You know, I'm, you know, I haven't, I haven't, it's been a while, you know, at that particular time. (laughs) Sure, sure. You, you go back, you go back to the buffet for seconds. I was like, I was like, uh, you know, I'll see, I'll see where this goes. Um, and I I meet up with her and, you know, kind of start, uh, messing around a little bit. And I don't know what like flashed in my mind that this was a fucking mistake, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I was like, nope, I'm, I'm out of here. I bust up out of the room. We had like, I, I got a shitty motel in fucking 29 Palms. So I bust up. I was like, look, uh, I'm the fuck out of here. I got to go. She fucking threatens to <laughs> tell the command that I had raped her. And fucking starts this whole fucking story. Like, if you don't fucking come back here, I'm going to, I'm going to tell him this. I'm going to tell him that. Oh man. So I had to go to my command and tell him the whole spiel. I just told you about this chick. Then they end up telling her to basically fuck off, leave me alone. You know, the whole, that, that whole, that whole deal. All right. Wow. So years go by. This oh, this this, this keeps going. Uh, Jesus Christ. Are you guys married with kids at this point or? No. Fuck no. So anyway, uh years go by. I didn't talk to her. How many years would you that, say? Maybe 3. So I think 3 years goes by after this. She ends up marrying some marine um like that's that's stationed in like North Carolina. She she gets stationed over there. Whatever she marries some dude over there. This this chick up until like maybe last year would would randomly try to message me, send me uh, tit pics. Yeah. Um, Do you have any of those? Pics. Oh yeah, I still got them. Great. Why don't you go ahead and oh, send yeah. those to me? Send them over to the big guy. Just I I want to verify this story. Obviously. Oh, I can. Yeah. I'm married, but uh, yeah, it's just send them in a Drinking Bros podcast page on uh, Facebook, okay. and uh, yeah. you know, just for some verification because we we need to know that these stories are real. Oh yeah, yeah. She's uh. So hi, did you yeah. did you go back again for thirds? No. Okay. No, absolutely. You absolutely you finally not. called it quits at that point. Yeah, yeah. This I finally wised up from being a, a dumb son of a bitch, fucking eighteen year old marine. And uh, yeah, that, uh, that's, uh, look after a rape allegation, that's gonna that's gonna happen to oh, you. Oh yeah, oh yeah, so. that's really gonna you know spice things up. <laughs> so. Well, hey man, I appreciate the time tonight, and thank you for being on the show. Oh yeah, man, and I uh, hope to see y'all uh, in November if y'all come down to New Orleans, man. Hey, we'll be there. Uh, we'll be there actually the the first week of November. But yeah, man. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna try to come down and see y'all then. Fuck yeah, dude. We'll we'll, we'll see you soon. All right, buddy. <laughs> Nothing compares Nothing compares
David, what is your craziest sex story? Out of DBS? Anywhere in your life, what is your craziest sex story? You were the admin. Okay, David, you were the admin of, of Drinking Bros Singles. What is your craziest sex story? Um, I had I had a squirter. There we go. Finally, and, uh, finally we've got it was a all on the couch, right? In in her living room, on the couch, going to pound town. Yeah. And it drenched everything. Like, dude, like it was a waterfall, like it was probably a gallon. Was she embarrassed when, when it happened? Oh no, she told me she was. Like I was kind of expecting it. Okay. So she but gave you a heads like, up beforehand. That's a nice oh, thing, yeah. though. That's a nice That's, thing. That was a nice gesture. Oh, yeah, dude. Well, because when she's on top, like if you're laying on the couch and she's riding you on top, I mean, it's going on you. It ain't going like anywhere else. Right. So she ends up like squirting all over the place. Where we finish up, you know, whatever. And I'm like, well, what do you want me to do about the couch? And she goes, oh, no, it's all right. It'll be fine. She never cleaned the couch. Oh, God. And I'm Ima- like, imagine how many people she's pissed all over on that couch on. Well, that's the thing. And then I'm like, uh, aren't you going to have like kids here tomorrow that are going to sit and play on this couch? Like, ugh. yeah, no, never again. Nope. Oh, she had kids too, huh? Yeah. Man, so her kids are, are just flopping around on that pissed couch. Yeah. Whew, that's rough, isn't it? Oh yeah, the, yeah. That was like an instant like turn off right there. I was like, that's disgusting. And as a child, that's the scent you're going to remember the rest of your life because the, the your first... mom's your mom's piss all over the couch. Yeah, because when you grow up and you get you know as a as a man and somebody squirts on you and pisses all over you for the first time, it's going to trigger that scent from when you were a youth. Um, and then uh, m- memories are going to come flooding in. Wink, and uh, that's not going to be a fun time when you're 27 years old. Exactly, definitely. <laughs> well, David, I appreciate you being on the show. Being an admin for Drinking Bros Singles must be a fucking challenge. Has anybody ever gone too far on there? Oh, oh, dude, oh man, unsolicited dick pics. Unfortunately, I've had to see too many members harassing women with dick pics. What about girls? Are girls dropping nudes on there? <sighs> yeah, I actually had unsolicited nude, unsolicited tit and ass pics i think we can make that a new hashtag if you want yeah i mean look is it unsolicited though if it's coming from a girl i don't give a fuck who it is skinny fat my me and my wife have had this conversation before it doesn't matter who it is you're 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 just flattered that somebody took the time to send you a tick or you know a tip sorry tits or a vag pic you know what i'm saying yeah well it's like so she commented like a, a really risque picture like basically like Back in the old Facebook guidelines days, wouldn't have flown, you know? Right. Um, so, yeah, she posted it, and I just, I deleted it, and I just send her, like, a friendly message saying, hey, you just can't post that on here, you know, blah, blah, blah. She goes, oh, well, then if I can't post it there, you're getting them. And she just flooded the inbox. That's great. That's great. Um, well, look, when people join Drinking Bros Singles, is there a, a questionnaire that you make them fill out? Yes. It's three pretty simple questions okay what are they the first one is are you a member of any other drinking bros like groups right because i mean there's over a hundred different subgroups states you know everything yeah 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 so that's a pretty that's a good qualifying question you know are you already in in the network uh number two is are you single i mean you got to be single to be in there have you ever Uh, caught somebody who wasn't single in there 
Oh, dude, married people all the time. Like, I bet you there's at least one married person or one person in a relationship because we actually do check profiles. Um, and you know, I've caught pe- married people, people that are in relationships. You know, yeah. <laughs> and but here's the thing: like, it has to say single. Like, if it's blank, we don't know. We're just kind of like, eh, whatever. You know, or I mean, um, we do make some exceptions. Um. For, you know with stuff like that who still have their significant other as you know a remembrance or something like that we we make exceptions for those people um but yeah i mean if it's got to stay single to get in okay all right cool uh well i have a feeling you, you might get a, a few extra hundred people after this show uh we appreciate you doing what you do and thanks for being on the show my man not a problem i appreciate it all right bye buddy all right man have a good one i tell her Pussy for a real nigga I already know that life is deep But I still digger Niggas is jealous But really I could care less Yeah, we can only do one story here So leaving a left is crying okay, in the we'll, car we'll go, we'll, go with ER, we'll go with ER penis Because yeah. I can if I, I'll, text, I'll text her tonight So I can see if I can get the actual uh, Medical documentation To prove that that happened <laughs> So uh, Picture it It was 2014 Uh I was I was dating this gal. Uh, I, I guess we should premise this that, that I'm a I'm a like a big dude, right? Like I'm six foot two, two hundred and seventy pounds. Like I'm not a small man. Okay, but how and, how, how big is your it, penis then? Like it's six two. Like what what are we slanging here? It's a, it's a proportional penis. It's it's like a seven and a half inch long penis. Okay, okay, that's fair. So like like it's it's not huge. No, it's just it's above average. So it, it works. It fits well with like my body type. You know, no, nobody's getting disappointed. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. So, uh, she was not a, a large person. We're, t- we're talking like five foot two, like a buck 15. And we were getting into it one night. Uh, we'd had, we'd had some drinks. Uh, and usually when we, we had the drinks, uh, things would get a little rougher. Uh, and but, you know, it's all good. Everybody's having a good time. Uh, we tried a new, a new position that night. Uh, we, we would send porn gifts back and forth of like, oh, we should try this. And I found one. And it's like, so you're doing it standard doggy style, right? But then you have the girl uh, reach her arms back and you grab on to her wrist and she grabs your wrist and use it like a, like the reins of a horse almost to just like pull her into you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, can get like a, you can get a stupid good rhythm with that. And so, that, and so that's what we did for, it was probably like five minutes, you know, because everything feels longer when you're doing it. Uh, but, but we did it for quite a while. And so what ended up happening is uh, I caused what's known as a tear in the vaginal cuff. And that let air, like, seep in to her abdomen. Okay. But it's, but it's like, mid-sex. So, like, your pain tolerance is, is way, way higher, right? So she didn't understand what was, like, didn't feel it, right? But what, what my fucking dick was acting like a, like a bicycle pump. Was like every push was like inflating like the inside of her where air did not need to go. Oh, literally man. just like a bicycle pump. So like as I was like pumping, I was like literally pumping her full of air at the same time. And so like we finish up and we're laying there, you know, in like the afterglow. And she looks over, she's like, Wow, I just it don't feel so good. And I was like, I was like, maybe we, I was like, is it alcohol? Like you need to throw up? And she's like, Yeah, like my stomach really hurts. I was like, all right, well, if you got to throw up, like, no shame. We've been drinking. Like, it's cool. Go do what you got to do. 
And so she ended up going and throwing up, like, because the pain was so much, but, like, she was kind of confused because it felt so weird. It's because, like, it felt like a bloating at the same time. Yeah. And finally, like, she'd been in the bathroom showing up for, like, 10 minutes and was like, yo, we, we need to go to the ER. How, like, how well oh, do you okay. know, how, yeah, how well do you know this girl, by the way? Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I don't, at the time, not well. Now, like, we're good friends and we can laugh about it. At the time, this was, like, third time. Ooh, that had to have been weird, right? Uh, yeah, because I'm just like, oh, God, this is not a situation I want to be in. And, but I did this to this person. And part of me was like, oh, but you can just like call an Uber and then she'll get there. And I was like, or just like an ambulance, which is like an Uber right to the hospital. And she was, and then like, she's like, no, we need to go right fucking down. Like, all right. So we went to the, the ER and they like, they doped her up on all these pain meds. And that's when they brought in like the prognosis sheet or the diagnosis sheet, whatever they fucking call it. I'm not a medical professional. I only pretend to play one on TV. Uh, and they they brought it in and it like had this little thing. It was like tearing the vaginal cuff. And so while she was doped up on these pain meds, I was like, Hey, do I have your permission to get a picture of this and send it to everyone we know? And she's just like, Yeah, that's cool. And so at like four in the morning, uh, a bunch of my friends woke up to me like taking like a selfie with her with like a thumbs up holding this sign that says, um, it tearing the vaginal cuff. It's my little hashtag medically diagnosed pussy destroyer. Uh, wow, there the we paper. go. And I've got the paperwork to back it up now. There we go. Leaving a leftist crying at the bar wasn't going to do it. This was going to do it tonight. That's exactly what I needed. The pussy destroyer. <laughs> Is that what you go by now? Uh, so we actually, we, we, that was the name uh, for about 12 hours. Uh, and this happened on, it was like the 10th or 11th or whatever anniversary of the uh, uh, the seawall collapsing in Katrina. So my buddy ended up calling me Ninth Ward as a result of it. <laughs> well, listen, Ninth Ward, I appreciate you being on the show. That was definitely worthy of it. Um, <laughs> God bless you and all you do. And uh, congrats on that cleanup after Katrina down there, Ninth Ward. Really appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. It's been a real been a real pleasure and a real honor to be on the show. Of course, man. Have a great night. You too. Go with Christ. <laughs> I guess every superhero need his theme music. No one man should have all that power. The clock's ticking. I just count the hours. Stop tripping. I'm tripping off the power. Hello. Lizzie. Hey, what's up, boss? How are you? I am delightful. I have a newborn, so I'm trying to get her to go down for the night. But. Sure, sure. There's nothing like telling uh, your craziest sexual story with a newborn, is there? <laughs> oh, no, not at all. She, she won't remember it anyway. No, she never a, will. Uh, I have a therapy trust fund set up for her, so she's all good. <laughs> what, what do you got, Lizzie? What's your craziest story? All right, so uh, one of the DVs and I lived up in shithole, North Dakota. And uh, we're still buddies, but uh, we, we got on the topic at the bar about tossing salad. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, I never happened. And he's like, what? Well, uh, wait, uh, now, let me stop you here. Now, is it you tossing salad or, or somebody yeah. tossing your salad? Okay. No, no, no. Guys tossing my salad. I'm not. 
I'm not returning the favor. Anyway. Gotcha. Yeah. Ass so, eating season, uh, by the way, starts at October 1st. Right? Yeah. We're getting close. So, uh, so we go home, or I went home with him that night, and uh, he, had a, he had a broken collarbone from snowboarding. And uh, we went in the shower, and uh, he just went for it. Like, no warning. You should probably warn someone before you do that. Anyway, I was already bent over, and I wasn't expecting it. And I, <laughs> I leaned a little too far over, ended up doing a somersault, knocked him over like a bowling pin, and he couldn't catch himself because he was uh, the broken collarbone. So he caught himself on the edge of the tub with his nose. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. We were, well, we were both drunk, but we're, we still laugh about it. it did did he break ago. his nose? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> breaking your nose trying to eat ass in the shower. That's a rough one, Lizzie. I know. Well, you know, if he'd have spent $2 on one of those bath mats, he'd have been fine. <laughs> so it was his house, I take it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. So I, l- let me ask you this. Did you at least give him a sympathy screw afterwards? Did you throw him that? Oh, yeah, of course. Ah, uh, there we of go. Of course. We were, we were each other's uh, callbacks when we got ghosted, so. That's great. That's great. How long did you guys end up banging? Oh, a couple of years off and on. Eh, I, I get it. I like that. That's a nice thing, especially in uh, North Dakota. Well, yeah, I mean, you're, you're down to 20 people, so. Is it as fucked as everybody says up there? You know, between um, the sovereign nations and then trying in the oil field, it's a mess. Yeah, it it sounds like it. Well, Lizzie, uh, you're a hero, a saint, and and you were the first. This is the first person I will say you are the hero we deserve. (laughs) You really are. (laughs) Hey, you know what? I woke him up the next morning with a blowy. So, oh, look at that! God, are you married now? You've got a kid. No, no, no. I'm I'm one of the admins, but uh, I'm in a relationship now. But at the time, I was single. Okay. God, I like it. I like it. Well, look, you you put your child back to sleep. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And thanks for being on the on the po- the podcast tonight. Absolutely, I'm a, I'm a fan. <laughs> Thank you so much. Take care. Take care. Bye. I like that a lot. Just calm, cool, collected. Yeah. So here's what happened. Uh, he went in to eat my ass. I turned too quickly. Knocked him over, and he broke his nose. I, li- I like the calmness of that. Maybe it was because she had the child. Maybe that's who she is in real life. Either way, I really, really enjoy that. Tonight I'm single, and I ain't tripping on nothing. I'm sipping on something, and my homeboys say he got a bad bitch for me tonight. Hello? Allie Christine. What's up? What's up? It's Ross Patterson from Drinking Bros. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I'm right as rain. Uh, what's, your, what's your craziest sex story? I have two of them. Ooh. Well, one of them is kind of like, it's not like the sex part, but it's like the whole, the whole deal. Uh, this dude that I met off of Bumble, I think it was Bumble, whichever. What's the difference, <laughs> by the way? Um, I don't know. There's, Bumble's supposed to be like classier than Tinder. I'm not really sure. That's what I heard. It's for like professionals or something. I'm married, so I don't. I, look, I, I haven't been on a, a on a dating app. I've been married for a while, so I, I don't have Tinder, Bumble, or any of that shit. Thankfully, but that's what I, everybody like says. Well, it seems like 
there's more attractive people on Bumble, and I deleted the Tinder. The last experience I had was like a shit show, but okay. This one dude, we'll call him Chad, for whatever. Why not? Yeah, let's call him Chad. Chronicles yeah. of Chad, yo. So Chad, he, you know, first time we hook up, it was like a whole. I'll be generous to give him like two and a half minutes of very <laughs> mediocre sex, and then he, and then he would right after he goes. So I just came inside you. Oh um, man, was he wearing a condom or was he raw dogging? Uh, Rod. <laughs> wow. But I was like, dude, I'm aware. And he's like, how do you know? I'm like, what do you mean? How do I know? Of course, of course I know. So, but anyway, that gave Chad a, a few more chances because I was like, okay, he's like a nice guy. And maybe he was just nervous the first time. Well, it kept going on like that, like a whole two and a half minute sort of him ending it with, I just came inside you. Over and so, over. How many times does this guy come? No, no, this is like several different nights. Not oh, oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so he, you weren't asking Chad to go again. No. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he basically passed out like right after. And I was like, well, that was exciting. But then it gets like it got better too. It always texts me and he'd be like, oh, so, you know, how's it going? He was, he's like, next time, and he said this like verbatim, I want to do anal to you. Ooh, that's a bold one right there. You don't go two and a half minutes, come inside someone, and then just start demanding anal. I mean, you've got to be you. You've got to have a strong sex game to really demand anal. Where you're just like, cool. Like you need that dick so much that you're like, oh man, okay, fine, I'll give him anal. What was <laughs> well, your What was your said, response to that? Well, just the way he said it, like I want to do anal to you. I was like, uh. Gross. And then just kind of like whatever, man. And then he's like, "Yeah, so I think I'm coming down with a cold." I'm like, "Oh, you better, you know, uh, stock up on like some vitamin C or said something along those lines." And he goes, "What is vitamin C for? I mean, I get like drug tested for the army, so." Wow! Wow! So that was that was the end of Chad. Wow! Rest in peace, Chad. We're sorry for your we're sorry for your loss. And then the second one, this one was like probably the worst experience of my life, but I was like probably a half a liter into some JMO and <laughs> was bored. I didn't have my kids around. And how many like, kids do you have? I have three. Well, that's going to happen when you don't let people pull, you know, you've got to demand that they pull out. Same father? Yeah, same father. No, my tubes are tied now, so we're good to go. Uh, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, no, no, this is, a, this is a different story, though. But yeah, I was drinking. My kids weren't home. Um, I was swiping away. I think this was a Tinder dude. And I swiped on this, like, really attractive guy. And I didn't even, like, read his bio. And then he starts messaging me. We're going back and forth. And he's like, yeah, so anyways, I don't know if you read my bio or not. But my wife and I are looking for someone to hang out with. And Yeah, did you give it a go? Well, and which is so I'm not bisexual whatsoever. Like I'm like very strictly dickly, not about females. But look, I I, I, I get it. I don't. Oh, I, look, I, me personally, I don't always get margarita pizzas. But you know, eh, somebody else is having it. I'll try a piece. <laughs> that's basically that's basically what my mindset was. So you know, I I continue to take a few more shots. And I'm like, all right, you know, this might be fun. Like 
and then maybe like me and her will become like cool friends and her, her husband's really hot so whatever <laughs> and so they come like we all like meet up we have a couple of drinks and then we hang out and like they're they're like both like jacked like bodybuilders okay like, like, like cross people. crossfit type people you know like she probably does like I don't know. I'm not like really into like super bodybuilding, but she looked like she would like kill me like with her pinky finger if I said something wrong. Okay. But, but yeah, so they start talking like, oh yeah, we don't like, we just only play with females, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, uh-huh, whatever, man. Like, I'm just trying to get drunk so I'm comfortable with it. I'm like, listen, I've never went down on a girl before. I have no fucking clue what I'm doing. <laughs> but, but anyway, we, it starts getting like hot and heavy. And then like she like i told her like i wasn't really interested in going down on her because like i said i don't know what i'm doing but she like pulls off her panties and her clit was like the biggest clit i've ever seen in my fucking life really why i don't know do you like, like like as a girl do you say something do you are you like oh my gosh are you uh, aghast as, as guys are where you're just like holy shit that is that is a mountain I was just like, I did, well, like, I tried to, you know, do what I thought is, like, what a guy would do to me, and apparently she liked it, but, like, it freaked me out, like, it it was, like, I kind of felt like it was, like, I was, like, sucking on a baby penis, like, that's, like, it was, like, a huge, like, that's how big it was. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop you real quick. Um... A baby penis was the first thing that came to mind. I'm just thinking, like, that's like... <laughs> <laughs> like, the head of a baby penis is, like, a, a newborn's penis? Yeah, like, like a pinky finger. Sure, like, sure. Um, and how, how did that work out with her? I, well, she loved it. <laughs> did she come? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Look at that. Um, how did it... So, was that the first time going down on a girl? Yeah, it was my first time going down on a girl, and then, like, and then, like, I was, like, trying to, you know, put fingers up there and stuff, and I probably could have fit my whole hand if I wanted to, <laughs> but, but, but it was, then it was really weird, because, so, like, everybody is, like, done, and I'm just kind of, like, freaked out, and I'm, like, I just need, like, another shot, like, as soon as possible, so I can try to forget this whole scenario. Sure. And, and she's, like, I'm gonna go to the bathroom really quick. She's like, you guys, she's like, you two can still like do whatever. And I'm like, oh no, yeah, whatever. I'm fine. And her husband's like, yeah, so can I like, hit you up on my own sometime? And I'm like, oh my God. Ah, there it is. I was waiting for it. I, kn- I knew he was going to ask for your number. I knew it. <laughs> yeah, he totally did. But that was like, but then I was like, dude, your wife is like super scary. <laughs> and I'm still cons- like, I still don't know if maybe she wants, I don't know. I don't know how that works. I don't look at a lot of vaginas, but I've never like. I've well, seen... look with a, with a clit that huge. Obviously, you know why he asked for your number. My my question is this: How, how do you had ever gone down on a girl at this point? No, never. Okay, so never. What what was the taste like? What was it? Was it something you were expecting or not? Um, I would. I don't. I don't know. Like it didn't taste like anything. Kind of like. Kind of tasted like the same as, you know, if you swallow like cum from a dude. Okay. So I, I'm always I'm always curious in that of like it, like if you're surprised by that, you know. 
no, no, I wasn't really surprised by it. Like I've tasted myself before, obviously from like, like from your own I've, body. Yeah. Yeah. From my own. Yeah. But with her, <clears throat> I mean, she was a good kisser, but I'll give her that. I mean, it was hey. more fun kiss, kissing a girl than it was a dude. Yeah. Why not? So let me ask you this. Would you ever go down that, that road again with another girl? Probably not. <laughs> no, that was it. Huh? One and done. One and done. I mean, unless like, this girl had a really magical looking vagina with a not a big clit and i wasn't scared that she might like crush me with her thighs maybe okay about it but probably not probably not i mean it wasn't like i had there was no enjoyment for me giving her head yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I get that. Um, if you could have gotten off, though, like, let's say some, some guy was behind you. Well, he was. <laughs> oh, he was. So he was fucking you while this was going down. Yeah. Oh, okay, great. Well, did you enjoy that sexually, or were you too much in your mind at that point? No, I was, I was enjoying that. Okay. Him. Yeah. Yeah. But, I you... mean, she was, she was really mainly taking care of herself most of the time. Like, it was more about her watching him and me but then like that's like they kind of like mentioned like she wanted and she went down on me too which she was actually pretty good at that but did so did you come when she went down on you no i didn't come it it wasn't for very long gotcha gotcha yeah but but yeah she was not she wasn't bad but that's i just closed my eyes at that point okay so let me ask you this overall the whole experience would you go down that 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 path again I would say maybe. I there we go. Maybe. It, like, it'd have to be like a really special cup. Like, I'd have to like them both a lot. <laughs> I'd have to like them both a lot. I mean, I, like, like, I, I'm not going to lie. I did, <laughs> I did like her husband more than I liked her. Oh, obviously. I love this. I love how it turns into like a Care Bear Share type of thing. I'd have to like them both a lot. And then we open our hearts and then congratulations. <laughs> Yeah, let's all just have a group hug. <laughs> oh man, Ali, I have a I have a feeling a lot of guys are going to be hitting you up after this. Uh, I appreciate you being on the show tonight. <laughs> no problem. Hopefully, they're, <laughs> hopefully they're you know they're nice people too. <laughs> I look, I'm sure they've got to they've got to answer a questionnaire to get into Drinking Bros Singles. I'm sure it's going to be fine. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> have a great night. Up. All right, you too. All right, bye. <laughs> Hello? Aaron. Yeah. Hey, what's going on, man? What's up, man? Listen, I got to hear it. I got to hear your your craziest uh, sex story here. What do you got? All right. Uh, So we planned a meetup in... uh, Melbourne, right? It was with the Florida group. Oh, Melbourne. <laughs> yeah, Melbourne, Florida. Right. No, you know we have an Australia group as well, right? I was unaware. <laughs> we, we do. The... <laughs> Melbourne, Florida. Look, you're already starting off on a, on a high note with Florida. You know that, so, right? Yeah. Total Florida, man. Um, yeah, it's pretty bad. So we blasted out for a while and got like, 20 people to say they were going to go and i'm not going to say certain names because it's like i don't want to put anybody on blast like that sure uh, they're they're still db members too 
Hold on, I want to text another DB. Yeah, quick. that's fine. That's fine. She uh, she was one of the uh, coordinators with me to help me plan the party as well. Okay. So we rented an Airbnb in Melbourne, right? Right. Didn't read the rules. They said we couldn't have any parties. So we sent an Advon party there Friday night. About seven of us get there on Friday. Start housing beers. And start having fun. We get the cops calling on us because we're too loud already with only seven of us there. So to, I invited, I'm trying to think of how to. So one of the other DBs put a post up for me. I was recently single when I joined DB Singles. And she kind of auctioned me off. And a DB from Missouri decided that she was going to fly down to Melbourne for the party. Okay. How much, how much did she pay for you? I'm guessing somewhere around seven or eight hundred bucks for. Wow. All right. So, uh, so let me let me take it here. Do you know that you're having sex with her when somebody pays seven or eight hundred bucks for you? You're like, hey, we're we're definitely boning. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, of course, of course. Okay. Um. So she flies down, right? Yeah. Uh. So I'm recently single. I was in like a two year relationship. You know, I was married before that. I want to have a little bit of fun. It's gonna make me sound like a total dickhead, but I don't really care. She flew down. I live in Fort Myers. She rode down with me from Fort Myers over to Melbourne, which is like a three-hour ride. Right. We had sex Thursday night. Awesome. How was it? Was it great? That was pretty good. Wasn't what I expected, but it was pretty good. Um, Friday night, we get over to Melbourne, and there's seven of us, and we start housing beers. I probably had a 12-pack in the first hour there. And we broke out a bottle of Crown and probably had six or seven shots in like the first hour or two. So I was, I was pretty faded. I blacked out and came to with all other eight people having sex with somebody else other than the girl that flew down in front of everyone in the pool. Holy shit. Okay. So out of these eight, what's the guy to girl ratio in this? Uh, there was three women there. One was my friend and I slept with the other two. Wow. Yeah, it was, it was it was pretty pretty bad, but pretty good at the same time. It was the first successful trip as I took as a single man since being in a relationship for a while. And look, that's a great trip, if you ask me. So that was the first night. The next night, uh, there was uh, about eighteen or twenty of us, and we housed three hundred beers, four hundred beers by like five o'clock between the twenty of us, and then we went out. And so you we went out, out. okay. We go out in downtown Melbourne, we go over to the beach, you know, we're all getting fucked up, passing bottles around, and then we come back. We're going to play some drinking games. So everybody kind of chipped in because one of the female DBs, like, put her credit card up on the, uh, on the Airbnb. So she, like, kind of footed the whole bill for it, and then we were all going to pay her back. So everybody could chip in, like, 20, 30 bucks, you know? Yeah. So there was limited beds, but there was a shit ton of people. So at the end of the night, a bunch of people had left. And there was probably about 12 of us left in the house, in a three-bedroom house with four beds. I, I had claimed a bed, obviously, because yeah. I helped organize the event. Um, but two, uh, two gentlemen got into a fight over the other bed, and it turned into physical. Now, one of the DBs was in his 40s, and the other DB was in his early 20s. Jesus. Yeah, the older DB started threatening to... Genuinely hurt people and shit got a little wild. They started throwing hands and the younger dude tackled the older guy through a wall and put a big ass fucking hole in this Airbnb. So wow. gets worse. Gets much worse. I'd been in my room, you know, I was fucking drunk, 
kind of passed out, like in the middle of sex, you know, get done, fucking roll over because you're shitty drunk. The thought on the wall wakes me up. And I had a very particular attire for this weekend. It was flip-flops, underwear, and a boonie cap. And that's it, obviously. Florida man in style. We actually had a Florida man uh, uh, like uh, costume party, but it didn't last very long because everybody was too drunk. So I had Daisy Dukes and uh, suspenders on with the boonie hat. Okay. <laughs> but uh, so old man gets pissed off and calls the cops. Says, I want my money back or I want the fucking room. They're like, dude, you don't have to call the cops. Like, let's just figure it out with us. Why are you doing this? The two of Melbourne's finest show up. Obviously, the other gentleman was too drunk to drive, so they weren't going to let him leave. So they made him call an Uber. But they come knocking on the door, and somehow I answer the door with nothing but underwear and a boonie cap on and start smoking a cigarette and talk to the cops for about 15 minutes. It ended up, nobody got charged. They're like, hey, we just got to get him home because he's drunk. Like, he's got to stay somewhere else. And the night kind of faded out. We kept drinking after that. But we were left with trying to figure out how to fix this giant fucking hole in the Airbnb. Plus cleaning up the next morning after like 20 people raged all night. Right. Uh, we rearranged pictures on the wall to cover the hole. And I nailed the nail into the wall with my cell phone. That's all we had. And to this day, we have not got caught for it. So we, we pulled off a pretty big upset by uh, covering it up with a photo that was already in the house, too. Smart move. I've done that before. I like that. Yeah, it worked out pretty well. But uh, we're actually planning a second meetup. And I'm actually going to host it at my house in Florida. Wow. Where at? Tell, tell the audience where you're going to host this party at. Fort Myers. Fort Myers. Jesus. It's going to get crazy. How many, uh, how many beds do you have there? Uh, I have four. You okay? You you have four. What kind of land? What kind of land do you have? Uh, just like a, like a normal sixteen acre lot. But I want to compete. Sixteen acres? Sixteenth of an acre, like a normal. Oh oh oh. Okay, cool cool. So I, I, I was like shit. I have a fucking blowout for all the DBs to come. So, are you hoping for another orgy? <laughs> no, not necessarily. I mean, if it happens, I'm not opposed. To yeah, it, but, but you'd be open to it. Oh, absolutely. Oh man, that's great. That's great. If I were to host it here and we have a mass show out, there's a fucking bunch of dickbags that live behind me that live in a giant sorority or a fraternity house or FTCU. And I want the, I want the DBs to challenge the young kids to a bunch of drinking games and show them what's what. That'd be great. Can you get footage of that? When is that going to be? What, what day is that taking place? You tell me if I get more people here, I'll adjust it to make sure we can have people. No, no, I, just for the audience, though, because look, look, if people oh. are listening, they'll go to Fort Myers. Fuck it. We're, uh, we're hoping for either sometime this month, we're thinking about either this weekend coming up or uh, the weekend of Halloween. Oh, d- uh, here's my suggestion. Halloween. It, shit goes out the window on Halloween. Every girl dresses like a whore. It's great. And I'm talking like sexy carrots, you know, like stupid shit where you're like, there's nothing sexy about that. No, I'm a sexy carrot. I'm a, I'm a sexy rhino. It's like, you're not. You're not a sexy rhinoceros. That's when girls feel that it's okay to be whorish because they're dressed up as other people. And then they let everything go. Because it's like, oh, who cares? I was dressed up as Casey Anthony. No big deal. No, it is a big deal. And uh, yeah, that's, that's my recommendation. You go hard on Halloween. You're going to have a really fucking awesome time. 
Well, I think that we should have a celebrity swing through. My house is your house, so by all means, Ross. Ah, uh, look, if I'm in the Fort Myers area, you're goddamn right. I'm stopping there. I believe With- though we're doing a live show in uh, New Orleans on the first of November, so it's going to be a little tight. But uh, I wish you the best in Fort Myers, and uh, thanks for being on the show tonight. Absolutely, it was a one. Uh, thank you for calling me. <laughs> awesome, man. Have a great night, buddy. Right, you too, Ross. Bye. Can we get much higher? So high. Hello? Max. What's up? What's up, man? You look, I, you apparently have one of the craziest stories of all time. Oh, shit. All right. What's going on? <laughs> Fire away. What, what do you what do you got? Let me grab my beer real quick. Oh, it's one of those. That, that you need yeah. a beer to think about it. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say uh, I'm actually about to give up and just go to bed. Because I'm fucking tired of shit. There right, we go. All right, story time, huh? Yeah. What do you got? All right, so I was in let's see, I think it was in Cape Coral, Florida. I decided to go out to a bar over there, and uh, I was with a couple of my friends, and they all wanted to go. I think one of them was with a girl, so he ended up leaving with her. And uh, I was hanging out, and I was going to catch an Uber home, and these people I was hanging out with, one of them was like, hey, bro, i got to take these girls over to their house. We'll drop them off, and then I can drop you off at your house, and you can save an Uber fee. I was like, all right, cool. Sweet. Thanks, bro. So he didn't tell me that it was like, the whole fucking it was like a straight up like like the whole crew at the nail salon packed into his truck uh uh, vietnamese oh yeah wow okay look that's all that's always a good time how many women were in there uh i think there was like six ah there we are they're like doubled up in seats and it was it was interesting and i'm not saying they were like the good looking vietnamese either they were they were weathered for sure there was like two good looking ones. That was about it. But anyway, <laughs> we show up to this fucking house. <laughs> oh, it, it gets good. We show up to this fucking house and he's like, Hey, I'm going to run inside real quick. And they're like, Oh, you come in, you come in. And I was like, uh, I'm, I'm, I'll just chill out here on my phone. And they're like, no, you come in right now. And I'm like, all right, cool. Whatever. So I went inside. They sit us down on this fucking couch, me and this dude, like, right next to each other. And they're like, you guys want coffee? And I'm like, dude, it's like fucking three in the morning. No, I don't want fucking coffee. So they bring me coffee anyway, because I guess they don't take no for an answer. So I'm standing there, and all these little Vietnamese ladies go into the this bedroom kind of in front of us. And basically, the way the living room's laid out, I'm sitting on the back wall on this couch next to this dude. Right in front of us is a bedroom door with a TV next to it. <clears throat> Well, this other Vietnamese girl, I guess she was hiding in the room the whole time. I hadn't even seen her before. Comes out, and I shit you not, turns on a one of those old school karaoke machines. <laughs> <laughs> like, not even like the real music. It was just like the tones of the music, you know? Sure, sure. Big fan. And uh, out files every single one of these Vietnamese ladies, some of them, like two of them have microphones and the rest are holding fucking hairbrushes. And they put on a straight up fucking show singing along. I don't even remember what they were fucking singing. I was just kind of sitting there like, is this really fucking happening right now? 
like what fucking country am i in but then i remembered wow. i live in florida and it's that's weird shit happens all the time here so did you guys end up fucking these girls no so like long story short they fucking did this shit and i'm like all right dude like i'm out like they were they were fucking like i don't even know what was going on i was i was just like you know what i'm i gotta get up early for work tomorrow i'm getting the fuck out of here so i tried to get an uber and one of them saw me do it and got pissed off and started yelling at me and her language and like they all started fucking joining in yelling at me and like i tried to like walk out the door and they're like grabbing me by my shirt and like trying to pull me back into the fucking house at this point i'm like about to start fucking just throwing uppercuts you know right so uh i fucking run out the door and i'm like on the fucking phone trying to order my uber and i have to keep shifting the fucking pickup point because i'm like running down the fucking road and i'm getting chased by these vietnamese women half of them are throwing these hairbrushes at me throwing flip-flops you know whatever they can whatever they can they're chasing me and throwing them at me and uh finally my uber driver just fucking calls me and he's like what's going on and i told him and it was uh probably the most entertaining fucking Uber pickup ever. Like straight up. He, he met me like two blocks away and I had to like run and jump in and they were like throwing shit at his car and stuff. They were, they were pretty pissed off that I was leaving. But, yeah, uh, I, I like that though. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I almost got, uh, I almost got, I'm, I'm pretty sure I was going to be living in a pit in their fucking, in like the back of their house or something. Look, I think the valuable lesson is this. If, if Vietnamese women start performing karaoke for you, you stay like a gentleman and watch the entire performance. You don't leave her. Yeah, for sure. Because apparently it's disrespectful to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, I appreciate the time tonight, my man. I, thanks for <laughs> thanks for calling in. <laughs> hey, anytime, brother. All right, take care. All right, see you. These niggas fall and bump they little heads. I got them like, ah, oh, which one of them mama dead? Because when they get sick, they start to cough bread. So, uh, 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 just cough of that bread. Hey, is this Michael? What up? What's up, man? It's Ross Patterson. How are you? Fucking great, bud. Yeah, let's hear your craziest sex story. What do you got? Holy shit. So, born and raised here in Vegas. No one's born and raised in Vegas. Oh, I just haven't (laughs) met one yet. (laughs) I have now. Oh, yeah. So, born and raised here in Vegas. Uh, fuck. Been on the Tinder game out here probably about four weeks ago was probably the craziest time anything happened. I had this 46-year-old woman. I'm 28 myself. And she invites me to a party where she needs a man candy on her arm. So I go to her house. She tells me to meet her around 6.30. Uh, she's wearing a mask. Like a masquerade mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a eyes. like an eyes wide shut type of deal. Yes. And she has one waiting for me. We're done up to the nines. I got a a shirt on, tie, looking, looking fucking awesome. So a car pulls up. We get in. She has a mask for me. We're headed to this party. And lo and behold, she's part of a fucking swingers group. Yes. Trying to break a record for the most people having intercourse at the same time. 
Holy shit. So I mean, how, how many people how many people are there? They rented out a Best Western wing, the third floor on a Best Western right off the strip. No shit. So let me ask you, is Best Western cool with this? Do they know what's going on? I, I don't think they had any fucking clue. They no had way. Literally 60 rooms. Every door was open. And did you, did, yeah, did you end, so what did you do? Did you end up banging? Did you stay? What? Oh, I stayed. Yeah, you did. How many girls do you think you fucked that night? Uh, easily got my rocks off maybe three times. Probably went but back for a fourth that, too, that, didn't you? That's not the thing though. I've never been touched by a guy. And that happened. Really? So wait. I, so did no a guy? Shame. I, how did he? No yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Look, I'm fucking. I'm down. I'm down. For, I'm down for it. I'm here for this story. Did he jack you off? What did he do? Well, while I was banging a girl doggy style, I started getting a lick on my balls. So I looked down, and there's a dude under my ass licking my balls from underneath. Wow. How mouth mouth open. Yeah. With the biggest smile I've ever seen a man have during intercourse. So did you keep going at this point? Oh, would you stop? Uh, yes. <laughs> Me, yes. I I stop and definitely ask, hey man, uh wasn't aware that you were gonna be joining my balls tonight. Um, no. It was a party of it, two. I can pull up a booster seat, but I need a heads up on that, you know? Right when I walked in that party, I left my morals at the door. God damn it. I, God bless you, sir. Um, did, overall, how was the, the total experience? Wait, did you end up fucking this dude, by the way? Or did it like, was it just licking balls? I did end up fucking one dude that night. You did? Um, I did. How was that? Have you ever fucked a dude before? Never, never been touched. It it was different. I I couldn't stay hard. I lasted about thirty seconds and walked away. Gotcha, gotcha. But but you definitely you you so you inserted into his ass. Yeah. Okay. Couldn't do it though. So let me ask you this: Is one of those things where it was just like, eh, I'll get I'll give a dude a try? Was that something you would wanted to do, or it was just part of the moment that you were caught up in, and you were like, "Fuck it, I'm here." When in Rome, I might as well do this. It was totally part of the moment. I, I've never never thought about that before, or, or since. So, like since then, you've or never. Since, no. That's great. Yeah. So you you were and there, and you were the like, "Fuck it, I'll fucking is, dude." Yeah. The health department shut down the hotel. Because word got out about this, it was all over the news for about a week. No way in Vegas. Yeah, you know what's weird? I, look, I love Vegas. I've been there a million times. We're, shit, we're, actually, we're doing a live show there in uh, two, two weeks, so we'll be in Vegas in two weeks. Um, oh. I, I have not ever heard that there was a Best Western in Vegas. Oh, hundred percent. It's right by right behind the MGM. Wow. Um, I, I get, I'm going to be honest with you. You win the night with this story. This, this is easily the greatest story I've maybe ever heard in my entire life. Oh, yep. I like I that you just went full. Just off a girl from drinking bros singles, but <laughs> I'll keep that one private. Ah, fire away. If you want to, if you want to talk about it, I'm up. I've had a few glasses. Let's go. Well, I, 
I got invited onto the onto the military base here in Las Vegas by a. You're a civilian. Uh, yeah, I'm S- a same, civilian. Same. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. Absolutely. Because a lot of people don't know, Drinking Bros is for everybody across the board. Um. So yeah. Uh, continue. I I was greeted at the gate. Got a pass to get go in by by a gentleman. She said it was her roommate. She was getting ready. Um, I didn't know it was going to be a party. And I walked in. She's butt-ass naked with about four other dudes around her. And she invited me over because basically she just wanted some dick. Yeah. Yeah. It, It was just a long train. You know, never, never met this girl in my life. How long, how long was the train? Probably nine to 10 du- dudes. Really? So she, what, just wanted, she wanted to be covered. I- income, obviously, right? Yeah. Yeah. So w- what number are you in that line in that train? I walked in and there was no come on her yet. That, that's where you want to be. That's where you want to yeah. be in that ball game. You want to be first. You don't want to be hitting She was, she was blowing clean up. three dudes at once, and uh, I, I dropped Trout, and I joined. Why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So was your dick in her mouth with the other dudes, or were you just fucking her at that point? Uh, I, went, I went straight to fucking her. That's yeah. great. That's great. So after you come, do you bounce after that, or do you, stay around, do you stick around? I, I left right away smart move uh, and i and i look i appreciate that type of game you have to at that point if you're trying she to go back for seconds me. yeah it, it's gonna be yeah awful you can't you can't you I can't want to watch it yeah too many people at that point i look i totally get it michael i'm gonna be reals with you here i've i've called about 20 30 people tonight this is the you're the greatest goddamn guest we've we've had on the show tonight thank you ross and i will be at that mcgregor fight fuck I off gotta, i got a seat I got a seat in 221. Great. Yeah. Shit. I think we're in like 113 or 114. So not only will will we be there, but I mean, you you can come with us, but we'll be doing a live show that Friday night. Um, I don't. Fuck yeah, I'll be there. Great. I don't know the name of the bar, but come up and find me personally because I want to shake your hand after what you've been through. This is amazing, Michael. Yes, sir. Ross. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. Ah, oh, pleasure's all mine, my man. I'll see you in two weeks. Sounds good. See you then. All right. Bye, buddy. Hello? Hey, what's that? is this Timothy? Yes, sir. It's Ross Patterson. How are you? Good, sir. And yourself? I'm I'm fantastic. I just heard some of the craziest shit I've ever heard. Um, what what do you got for me tonight, Timothy? Okay, so um, I'm actually working right now. Sorry. Um, so I like that work I, that work whisper you have, where you're like, "Man, I'm at fucking work right now, but I'm still gonna tell this story." Yeah. Um. So I. The last duty station I had was in D.C. area, and my buddies hooked me up with Tinder up there. And in turn, um, we were talking, and we were just messing around. And my buddy started laughing at this one chick's profile. And the profile started off with, looking for someone to worship Satan with. 
at 3 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> and, you, you know, you know that's going to end well. Oh, yeah. Well, I was being a little bit inebriated at that point. Uh, I decided, you know, just laugh it off. Well, he accidentally spiked right. Okay. So <clears throat> we're sitting there, and he starts freaking out. He's like, dude, I like her. She started messaging you. I was like, okay, I'll see where it goes. Fuck it. Uh, in turn, next weekend, I'm off. Um, go out, try to meet up with her. And get to her apartment. And she lives on like the third or fourth floor or something like that. Well, she has to go upstairs, dress nice, knock on the door. She answers in, uh, I believe it's called a corset, but it's a leather. Oh, sure, sure. So she's into some dominant, some S&M type shit. Uh, yes and no. Okay. So it was a leather corset and some like platform thigh high strap up lace uh, boots or whatever the hell they were. And one hand, she has a live chicken. The other hand, she has a dagger. Whoa. Me at this point. Yeah, me at this point, I go, uh, pizza delivery. That's the first thing I thought of. <laughs> Why pizza delivery? She's got a knife and a live chicken. What is pizza delivery going to do for you at this point? Uh, I don't fuck around with supernatural shit. One and two, I don't know where she's going to stick that dagger. <laughs> Have you been involved in supernatural shit before to, to, to know enough of like, eh, I'm not going to try that? Um. I've watched enough Supernatural, no, not to fuck with Supernatural shit. You watched the so. show on CW, yeah, I, I got you. Uh, so so, so where, where does this go? Do you just bounce all together? Well, yeah, she turns around and goes, hey, um, what address are you looking for? I just make up some address, like one, two, three, fucking go fuck yourself street or some shit. Sure. In turn, I bounce. And before I bounce, she asked, where's the pizza? I was like, oh, it's out of my car. Let me go get it. It's got that dress. Bounce out, get to about second story. And she shows the door by this point, I'm guessing. And I hear the chicken start clucking really loudly. <laughs> and then I hear her stabbing the chicken. No well, way. Yeah. So turn around and go to work the next day. Start bullshitting with the buddies. Week goes by. And the news comes on. Well, they're talking about some cannibal or some shit, some some uh, black widow per se that was going around killing dudes. Was it her? Yeah, she. They described her redhead, shorter stature, and the area that she lived in. I was like, Nah, it can't be her. Looked up the news story. Same as that girl. No fucking way. Dude, you could have gotten yeah. murdered. Yeah. So the dude that she got after me, she, I, I believe, killed. I'm not entirely sure because they were still investigating at that point. But I knew one of the cops that was working it. And the people across the hallway from her at the apartment complex noticed a weird smell. She had killed the dude, apparently. And then served a little brunch for the building. 
and it was him chopped up into burger patties. Fuck off. No, nah, totally fucking serious. Do you know, do you know, what, what's this, do you, do you know her name or what state are you in at this point? Uh, right now I'm in Tennessee, but it was in Virginia, I believe about two, three years ago. I'm not sure if it, uh, they, they, uh, it was like a local story. Wow. Holy shit. How many people did, did she kill? I think they only said like two or three, but she did some pretty fucked up shit with them. Holy shit. Well, dude, I'm look, I'm glad you're alive, but it's it's kind of an awesome story. So <laughs> you have that going for you, which is nice. Well, it started out as a joke for the fucking opening for Tinder, but now I don't really use Tinder. So No, look, I, I understand. Learn. Yeah. It, once people start getting murdered, yeah, you don't want to swipe anymore. Yeah. Shit. Well, dude, I appreciate you being on the show. That's a crazy fucking story. Holy shit. I honestly didn't believe I'd get a call from this, so. Of course you, of course you do. It's Drinking Bros. We call everybody. I'll, I'll, look, I've been calling people for two hours at this point. I'm going to keep going until we get to the end of this list. So, <laughs> hey, man, I appreciate you listening to the show. I, I appreciate you being on the show. Uh, thank you, sir. <laughs> Have an awesome night, and I'm glad you're alive. Yeah, I'm glad I'm alive too. You have a good night, sir. All right, bye bye. Hello. Lainey. Hi, how's it going? I'm good. This is Ross Patterson from Drinking Bros. How are you? Oh, yeah, I'm doing well. Sorry about that. Like, I was like watching my phone and then I ran to brush my teeth and I'm like, oh, of course they called. Okay. No worries. No worries. What's your, what's your craziest sex story that you got? We've had some wild ones tonight. Well, I'll try to keep it PG, but. Um... No, look, this is the one show that you definitely do not have to keep it PG. <laughs> Holy fucking shit. Uh, when you hear some of these stories, you'll be like, well, uh, definitely didn't need to keep it PG. <laughs> Is it this? So this is my personal story, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Your your personal story. Like, what's something? What was your most fucked up story? Okay, well, I'll just I'll just put it this way. So I like grew up pretty Methodist and whatever. Like, I was like raised to be wifed up, all that stuff. So as a result, I just wasn't very experienced at certain things. But my boyfriends didn't mind. They like really liked that. Well, then I I got engaged to a guy who was in the military. And um, and I didn't know he liked that, too, because I figured, oh, he's all wild. So I actually uh, Googled and Wikipedia uh, oral sex stuff just to, like, try to get better. Yeah. And then I, I started improving. I was to say it that way to be delicate. I started improving. And he thought I was cheating on him because I was getting better. But it was because I was practicing. No with, way. Like, so did you tell yeah. him, like, hey, I, I'm trying to get better for you? Yeah, well, he knew I was kind of like, he knew I was kind of like type A person, but I think it was just, I think in his mind, he was like, what the hell? <laughs> like, who, who does that, right? It's like, well, I'm not doing that, whatever. I'm all like, no, no, hang on. I'm doing like the step-by-step -step tutorial. I'm making notes. Like I'm doing angles, like when I'm practicing and stuff. And I this think- This is great. I actually think this is great. Like, I wish more people would do this. I don't understand why they don't, to be honest with you. You're well, ahead because, of your time, Lainey. Well, you know what? Honestly, I totally am. I mean, I, I totally am. I'm one of those early adopter people. So that's my craziest story, which is probably turned into like a nerd fest, but that's all I got. 
No, no, no. That, I, that that's actually great. Um, because we had somebody who who almost got murdered right before you. So th- this. Oh fits my in. god. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, that's why it's hard to date because I watch too much Investigation Discovery. So uh, that's why I'm this, not. This oh. guy almost got murdered. She killed two people before him, and uh, yeah, he he was gonna be next, but he bounced. She took me to her castle, and I just couldn't believe my eyes. She had so many devices. can't use my name i'm not going to I, i'm not it's going not to I, I don't even know if that's your name to be honest with you uh you it know what really i'm saying is my name. oh it, 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 no, becky no, jones but yeah it's, it, we're, we're talking with becky jones tonight i just talked becky with it before you was it was a jeff with a ph on it so um what's your what's your craziest sex story what do you got becky jones oh so is jared on the line no jared is definitely not here Okay. Um, I had sex in AFSOC headquarters. What? <laughs> I have a bunch of stories, but that's one of them. I had sex in AFSOC headquarters with like a 05 before he PCS. Holy shit. How, how did this all go down? Like br- break, break this down for the audience. Cause I'm sure a lot okay. of people would want to know, know this story. It definitely wasn't easy. So it was a Friday at Hurlburt Field, and I was working, and I was chatting with somebody um, who worked in AFSOC headquarters, and they had an office over there. So we kept talking back and forth about what we would do if we had the opportunity, and we wish we would had seen each other while he was stationed here, blah, 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 blah. So finally he goes, well, fuck it. Come over. I said, come over where? He goes, come over to the office. I had been working with him for like two years. He goes, come over to the office, and I was like, fuck okay so then i left i left work and then i walked um to headquarters and he like escort had to escort me in and everything because they didn't work at headquarters so he escorted me in and we started talking and stuff and he's like so what's up i was like do you tell me what's up he's like okay so i was sitting in the chair and he stood in front of me so I like unbuttoned his BDU pants and started sucking his dick right there. And then I turned around and bent over and he fucking railed me right there in AFSOC headquarters. No way. <laughs> was that, let me ask you this. Was that a fantasy before? I mean, I would have never thought of like fucking risking everything for some dick there. Not that kind of, not like, not like an, officer older officer guy like maybe like a special tactics guy or somebody good like that but not like an older officer right right was he but married I mean, or was he single yeah he was married uh but that, that kind of adds to it doesn't it Ugh, yeah he was married i was married but it's i mean it was fucking like kind of unbelievable and then i was like <laughs> walking away when fucking so of course he came inside me so i'm like walking away and i'm like oh my god i can't believe i just did that and i felt like everybody knew like it was yeah holy shit so did you plan b it up after that or were you were you, were you on the pill uh, i think i just shook the dice i mean i was yeah 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 fuck it right uh, yeah that's what i say generally before i make all of my bad decisions yeah <laughs> 
Oh, that's such a great story. I'm so amped that you you, <laughs> you hit me up tonight. This is amazing. I know. I'm yeah. L- looking back on it, was that one? Uh, was that arguably the greatest sex story of your life? Oh my God, no. No, uh, you got. No. What, what do you got then? What do you? What, what's your number one with a bullet? My number one with a bullet would probably be dominating a green bray sniper. Where at? Where Where are you at at this time? Same. I'm still here in the Panhandle. Okay. Seventh Special Forces Group. He was a Seventh Special Forces Group guy. So, so when you say dominating, uh, was it more was like, it like like an S and M? Like, hey, I'm a dominate dominatrix type of thing, or like dressed up with a blonde wig on and silver pumps in lingerie on his back with his legs in the air and me pegging him. No fucking way. <laughs> Yeah. When you're yeah, pe- I'm kind of, I kind of have a thing for special operations guy. Uh, look, th- that that seems so, to be an ongoing uh, kind of fantasy for everybody. They're fucking, it's. I mean, they're fucking incredible. So yeah. Yeah. So like, uh, when you're pegging him, is, is he asking for this, or are you just doing it? Oh no, he asked. That's how I got into being a dom. Was him and I were friends with benefits and. He was like, I want you to dominate me. And I was like, okay. I was like, I didn't know what that meant at the time, really. Sure. But then I started like doing research and looking at videos and stuff. And I was like, holy shit, that's fucking hot. Like G.I. Joe wants me to be in control of him. So I was like, it's like a real live fucking puppet, like a real live toy. I'm like, I'm so down for it. And the first time I did it, I just tied him up and like beat the shit out of him and like wrote like a slut and whore and everything on him. And like, he let me took pictures of him and he has like all the tattoos identifying, like you would know exactly who he was. Right. But I, it was just fucking hot. So then we just, the more we met, like the deeper and darker and it got. So I would like go to the mall and like buy weird shit to put him in and just see what his threshold was. And it was pretty fucking high. So. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, how big's the dildo when you're pegging somebody? Well, it depends on the person. So generally, he was a first timer, so it was like I think six and a half inches and not very thick. Okay, that that's still like that. That seems like a lot to, to me. Well, but you want him to enjoy this experience. You don't want him to be like it all to be like rapey and scarring and stuff. So. That's not really a lot. When you think about it, your finger is probably like four inches, maybe four and a half inches, right? Sure. And in order to massage the prostate, you have to get like in there and that's how they enjoy it. So, okay. So, so, so let me ask. Yeah, no, but uh, as you're pegging him, are you jacking him off? Yeah. How is he getting? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, so that's how he's getting off at that point. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I, he came really, really hard. Gotcha. And then uh, how how long does this last? Like two or three rounds? Oh, no, no, no. Not very long at all. Really? He, yeah. Like I fucked him in the ass and I jerked him off and he came and then he rebounded and he would fuck me. Okay. Because he had a huge dick. He was like, he had like a big dick. 
So, like, I didn't want to just do stuff to him. Like, I wanted to get fucked, too. So we would flip, and then he would do stuff to me, which was, like, super hot. Sure. So let me ask you this. In the, in the Dom world, how long do these relationships typically go? I knew him for years. What, what are we talking, four or five years? Something that, uh, of that length? Probably, I think, about three years. He was married too, so gotcha. I knew him for like three years. I would see him. He would. I live by a golf course, and he would say that he was going to play golf, and he would come here, and we would do our thing, and then he would just go home, like nothing happened. And you were you're you're cool with that. You didn't want anything more. Yeah, a lot of times, guys like that are kind of tragic and beautiful and broken. And I'm a selfish cunt, so I didn't want to put in, like, fucking the hard time to deal with, like, all the issues that come with people. Right. So I can just have him come and, and discard him when I'm finished with him. Uh, are you married now? I'm not. I'm divorced, actually. I kind of, my husband and I moved down here. We were in an open marriage. And I had sex with my first ranger, and I was like, oh, my fucking God. I was like, I didn't know that that was an option. Like, I was like, holy shit. And after that, I was like, it was a wrap. And he was like, I don't think I want to do this anymore. And I was like, yeah, fuck you, no. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to fucking stop. <laughs> like, I was like, yeah, I'm not fucking stopping, buddy. So tough shit. And, like, yeah. So we divorced a few years ago. Gotcha. Man. Yeah. So and I, I used to, so if anybody, so whoever's listening, if this part makes it to it, anybody who's listening can confirm it because I used to put up ads on Craigslist here and then like different areas that I went TDY and it would say like beret chaser or scroll troll or whatever, like different code words. I would put like the numbers of the squadrons that I knew were like special tactics or TACP or whatever. So they would know because. I'm sure I probably made a few OPSEC in briefs for doing that. And now Craigslist stopped doing those ads, those NSA fun ads. So now I can't do that anymore. No shit. Well, look, th yeah. this story definitely made it. I, matter of fact, I'm going to, I'm actually going <laughs> to, I'm going to end the show with this. I'm not calling anyone else after this. Because, Are you fucking serious? Oh, oh my God, that's awesome. This is the greatest story of all time. Fuck it. <laughs> since, since this is the, the last call I'm making, because this, this story was incredible. We do, we, I don't know if you listen to the show all the time, but we, we have a drinking bro of the week. <gasps> no fucking way. Who would you like to give your drinking bro of the week to? Me? Yeah. <laughs> you want to give it to yourself? That, can I do that? Yeah, you like, can do that. <laughs> but, fuck yeah. But you have I'm to, selfish, obviously. <laughs> you, you have to tell me why you've earned it, though. Why you're the drinking why? bro out of the week. Yeah. You know what? Because I don't think anybody has contributed to active duty men more than me. I'm a giver. I'm a patriot. I'm a fucking patriot with a pussy, and I deserve drinking, bro, of the week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this has been the most, <laughs> the most entertaining <laughs> story I've ever heard. <laughs> it's rare that I'm at a loss. I was at a loss maybe a week ago for a guy who got stabbed with a wine glass uh, by a stripper. 
Uh, I, I'm at a loss for this one. Um, Becky Jones, air quotes. Becky Jones. Becky yes, Jones. Uh, I'm proud of you and thank you for your service. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to Drinking Bros for Becky Jones. I am Ross Patterson. Good night, everyone. Good night.